Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Me and Myself. Your support really means a lot. If you want to connect, we're on Facebook at Katherine Smith, and that's Katherine with a K, or through email, me and myselves13 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Hi, everybody. It's Kiki. I wanted to come on and introduce myself. I wanted to get a give everyone a chance to get to know me like you've gotten a chance to get to know Megan a little bit. So a little about me (laughs) is that I'm 17 and I love to paint. That's kind of what I do mostly is just come out and paint. Rest of the time I just spend inside. But I also like to hang out with the outside kids sometimes because they're finally getting to an age that they're not so annoying. I know, I know, that doesn't sound very nice, but let's face it, hanging out with younger kids is not always the most fun when you're in your teen years, right? Like, I get it, we're supposed to be an adult, but we're not really always an adult. Or, I don't know if that makes any sense. Anyway, but today we're hiding, or kind of hiding anyway, because the younger son is having a birthday party and oh my god it is so loud in that house i don't even know how to handle it seriously it's like having five of them jam-packed into one tiny little room it's nuts and they just keep screaming they're playing video games and i don't even know how to deal with it like i tried hiding in the bedroom but it was too noisy in there even and i'm out in the garage and it's still pretty loud i'm sure you guys could even hear it in the background but where else am i supposed to go it's raining outside or it's sprinkling anyway so i can't go out there oh it's so frustrating i just wish i had somewhere to go Like, the basement isn't all that fun. There's nothing to do down there. I mean, Megan's craft room's down there, but there's all kinds of stuff in there, and I don't want to do all that. I want to be where I can paint, which is in the garage, mostly. Because, well, when we paint, we kind of have to hide from the kids. Otherwise, then they want to paint and get into all of our stuff. And that is just annoying. Like, I know, I know, I know. We should share, we should be nice, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But it's just not as much fun as it sounds. Because I already have to share my whole life with all these people inside the head. Then I got to share all my stuff with all the people on the outside that live in this house. There's five of us in this family. And sometimes it can be too much. By family, I mean the husband... And then the three outside kids. But, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's just too many of us. All together. Like, when you count all the insiders and the outsiders. It's just a lot. And sometimes it gets to be too loud. Like, when everybody's trying to do something at once. And I'm trying to do something. And then everybody on the inside is talking too. It's just so much noise. And then that's not even counting the times that somebody likes to play music inside. Like John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Thanks, Jacob. That was stuck in our head for like two weeks on full blast. Can you imagine? Oh my God. I hated it. I thought I was going to lose my marbles on him. Just because 
it has his name in it. He really likes that song. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I don't want to listen to it all day long, every day, at full volume. I mean, seriously, play something else, anything else. I haven't actually been out in a while. Well, by while, I mean like a week or two. Just because I didn't really feel like dealing with all of the nonsense of the foot from the foot surgery that we had. But things are getting a little bit better and we don't have to wear the boot anymore, which is really nice because that thing was super annoying. The only problem is now our tennis shoes don't fit because our foot still is too sore. But we'll figure out something. I did have a couple of things that Megan said I could share today. So one of them is that she made huge progress today. We had to go to the grocery store to get supplies for the for the birthday party. And so Megan actually managed to stay out and stay present even though she had to take all three kids with her to the grocery store by herself. Which, if any of you know us, you know how much the grocery store is an issue for us. Like, it's a serious trigger. It takes us days to work up to going to the grocery store. And even sometimes, when we have someone with us, it's a struggle. And I'm, I know, it, no, it sounds really weird and really silly. But the grocery store is apparently a trigger for quite a few people. Or at least more than just us. I didn't know that. I thought we were alone. See, and that's another great thing I wanted to talk about is like connecting with people through social media has been so important for us. For us, connecting through social media has brought us together with so many people that were already in our life that we didn't know had DID, but now we do. Not to mention just the other people that we've connected with and become friends with. Like... It's crazy to think about, but it makes you feel not so alone when you hear about someone else's experience. Like, with the grocery store, for example, I was talking to my girl Cindy about it the other day, and she and I both, well, I don't, Megan does, whatever, I don't know. I think Megan's issue sorry Kiki was talking too much about me and it just brought me too close to the front or the surface or front seat or however so here's something um I'll kind of describe the way that we think of DID and that is we use a car analogy Whoever is driving the car is the one fronting or is the one in charge of the body. The one speaking, the one moving, the one interacting with the outside world. And then you have something called co-consciousness, which I think of that as being the person in the passenger seat. And they are there, they are present, and they can somewhat influence the out the driver by suggesting things and you know they could grab the steering wheel if they wanted to or needed to for some reason and so they could make you know 
emergency, so to speak, or uh, random movements with the body or even with the voice in some cases. But for the most part, they're not really in control. They're just there as a passenger, watching what's going on, how the driver's doing, that kind of thing. Then you have the people in the back seat who are just the people hanging out. Like they are there and they're aware of what's going on, but they're just watching. They can't influence anything. They can talk to the driver or the the you know, person in shotgun, but they can't actually like, you know, grab the steering wheel or influence the voice or the body in any way, shape or form, unless they move up to the passenger seat. Anyway, but then you've got the people in the trunk and that's when you have the amnesia portion of DID. And that's when I think of it being like a complete blackout and you don't know what's going on. You don't know who's driving the body you don't know what happens what's said any of that stuff total blackout so i don't know where i was going with that or why i started talking about it but that's how we think of uh dissociation and did uh, i don't know if that makes any sense for other people i think that it does for at least some because uh, some people i've talked to have said that it like works for them it it makes sense in their brain that visual representation of how it works because without that I feel like it's difficult to explain how how dissociation happens or how how it works um so anyway back to where we were originally and that was talking about the grocery store and that was pretty pretty interesting honestly like I do not like my kids are my oldest are 12 and 13 and I don't remember the last time I went to the grocery store like by myself and stayed fully present especially when the kids were with me because that's a big struggle uh, not just the crowds, but that's a huge issue. Like the number of people in the store in a small space, because I go to smaller grocery stores usually, but that makes it so difficult. All those people brushing up against you and just being in your bubble. And then you've got the kids. I want this. I want that. Are we done yet? Can we go home? Blah, 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 blah. And if I haven't switched before I get in there, I will by that point. And I hate it because I feel like I should be able to stay fully present and be a part of my life. I shouldn't miss out on things. And that's our goal right now in therapy. Or our main goal is like co-consciousness and not losing time so that all of us can experience this life maybe not all the time because obviously there's certain times that you don't want certain people to be present for intimate issues or 
if I'm going to watch a scary movie, I don't want my littles to be present because then we're going to have even more nightmares than we already do, which, yeah, no thanks. Uh, so they go to uh, our, our safe room inside, which is a place that the therapist and I have kind of developed or created, so to speak, so that everyone has a safe place to go to during those times when not everybody wants to even be present because there are still people in our lives that are triggering for us. And so it's difficult for some people because, uh, you know, some of us have a relationship with them and we don't want to give up that relationship but it's triggering for others inside. So we're kind of trying to navigate how do we handle that? Do we give up that friendship or that relationship with a family member or whoever it may be in order to stop triggering someone else? Or do we continue to see them and continue to trigger them? Or... Our therapist gave us another option, and that was to have them go to our safe place inside, and then they don't have to be present for that visit with whoever it is that causes them distress. But the other person that still wants to see that person can. I hope that made sense. I don't know. But I think that that's an incredible thing. And so far, I, it's actually kind of working. I think it's something called containment or something like containment. Maybe. I don't know. But I think it's pretty neat that we can do that kind of thing. And like when we had the surgery, our doctor, our... um psychologist said that we needed to have a meeting inside and make sure everybody understood that they needed to respond to and have the uh, anesthesia medicine work on them so that no one potentially woke up during surgery. Now, I didn't even know that was a thing. I had no idea that medicine could work on one of us and not on all of us until she started to tell me about it in our last appointment. That is just insane to me. Like, I mean, what? Crazy pants, right? So anyway, we had the meeting. Everything went fine. Blah, 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 blah. Doesn't really matter. Sorry, that was Kiki. Uh, that's an instance of co-consciousness. And anyway, so our goal is co-consciousness so that we don't lose that. But one of the weird or at least strange things that's been happening as a result is there's more times that I actually find them using the voice when we're co-conscious. So something really strange and stereotypical like from the movies of when you see somebody with some sort of mental illness or in a psychotic break or whatever, having a full conversation with themselves. Uh, yep, been there, done that, and I can't tell you how strange I feel. But when I talk to the 
to the doctor about it or the therapist or or when uh when I talked to her about it she said that's okay it's normal it's normal for DID it's something that people experience and that's okay I felt so much better just hearing those words come from her voice. Oh my gosh, it was so powerful and so relieving and so compassionate, so validating to know that I'm not absolutely bonkers, that even though I feel crazy, and I hate using that word, I do all the time, but I shouldn't. Anyway, it's it was wonderful. I'm getting sappy. <laughs> Sasha would laugh at me. But but what I want to know is, do any of you experience that? Have any of you had moments of that co-consciousness to a point? To a point that more than one of you have used the voice at the same time? Like, is that another thing that I have in common with other DID people? I mean, I know that's what the therapist says, but sometimes it's nice to actually, like, hear somebody say that they struggle with that in person or at least online. So, with that, I think I'm going to check out for the night and go check in on the kids and make sure they haven't burned down the house. So, have a great night. Thanks for listening in, and we'll talk to you later. Bye!